Welcome, everyone, to Perched on the Top Shelf. I am your host, former Dirt Sheet writer Lee Walker, and I am joined by the Perched correspondent in Justin We Trust vlogger at YouTube.com in Justin We Trust and avid figure collector Justin Largito. Justin, what's up, man? What's up, man? I'm doing good. Dude, I am. I'll just be honest, fans. When we were like picking topics for the show, we forgot to pick a topic for this week's show. Uh, that's life. However, we have uh, an interesting topic that we never thought of in a million years. WWE Elite 2-Packs. Now, when they were doing the basics, Justin, Series 1 through 11, the packaging was a lot better compared to like what today's Elites are. Right. You know, they looked very much like uh, its predecessor, the Elite not the young bucks and kenny omega i mean like the wrestling elite figures anyway they had this um distinct look like they looked like elites but the the biggest difference with the figures is like that middle section moving and like the different stuff that elites come with but the packaging was cool for these early elites and they started out with a couple of two packs nothing major it was like one realistically right and then uh now in more recent years throughout the series of the elites we've been getting the uh certain two pack elites and fans that's what we're going to talk about today because two pack elites don't really happen that often but you know they've been coming around a little bit more so justin let's dive deep into the wwe elite two packs yeah so it's funny because i was looking at my list here and uh if anyone's curious i was looking at it in the ultimate wrestling figure checklist which you can get on amazon.com a hardcover or uh paperback but we actually brought this up recently on one of our past episodes lee and i i can't believe we forgot about it but uh the all-stars elite two packs to promote the video game back in 2011 oh my god yeah i i guess i just thought they were basic figures but apparently they were elites so that had jake roberts and randy orton uh macho man randy savage and john morrison and i'm sure which is the rarest one out of all of them stone cold and cm punk so i'm not gonna lie when that video game first came out on PS3, Xbox 360, and, and whatever else system it came on, I think PC and uh, whatever Nintendo had at the time, yeah, it was. Uh, I wasn't a fan. I was not a fan at all. Uh, the main reason was i like the realistic wrestling games so like this arcade type style i was not a fan of now i love the game to be honest with you it is it's way better than whatever the hell t uh 2k put out the battlegrounds it's way better than that you gotta trust me play it just play oh, that game absolutely. i ha have never seen these all-star figures in person so I remember seeing them at Toys R Us, and this was 
this is probably the only reason I don't have them because this was about a year after I got out of collecting. But the only place I realistically saw them was Toys R Us around me. All right, so I am I am looking uh, on eBay right now at these. The cheapest one mock is eighty five dollars, and it's actually in good shape. It's uh, John Morrison and Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, and if that's eighty five, I can only imagine what the other two were. <laughs> so they are elite. And they're not like overly exaggerated, like their counterparts of like what the video game is, but like it has like on the back, it has like the video game esque like photos, right? Which is which is really neat, and it's got like you know one side is one color, one side is another color. Um, and then like the the next few are is still the same figure, Morrison and and Macho Man until the 150 range and then that's when we see uh jake the snake roberts and the randy orton figure now you can definitely find these loose because like they're they're on here on ebay oh yeah easily but i'm not i don't want loose right if i'm you know i'm a mock collector uh but yeah there's tons of these tons of them are loose on ebay and even the loose ones are not cheap. Like you can get like Jake and Randy together for 70 bucks. Okay. Or so. individually at like 45 each, but they're holding individually. They are holding uh, a minimum of like 30 bucks. It looks like now you want to know about how much stone cold Steve Austin and CM Punk are. Yeah, I'm looking too, and I don't even see them on here at all. There's one. There's one uh, mock. And it is on here for buy it now or best offer for $750. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to think too, these came out around the height of the, the Pipe Bomb promo and CM Punk and the Summer of Punk and everything in WB. So yeah. And this the 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 short line was to help promote the video game. That's why it's the WWE All Stars. The packaging is honestly great, really, really great. You know, it's designed like the video game, and and unlike other two pack figures that we we see come from WWE, uh, these are just there's nothing like it yeah i also i'm looking at the packaging now too i also like how it uh it promotes exclusive wb all-star game codes inside which i remember yeah. the cheat codes in that game when it first came out yeah which was which was really cool to see on the on the packaging as well but i had to put my phone down because to be honest if i look at those enough <laughs> i'm gonna want them i believe it <laughs> and right now I'm in no shape to do that, especially since I just sent uh, two items for a private signing that Justin, uh, you'll be getting in a few days, actually, because I'm going to need you to hand them to Steve. And I'm expecting them. <laughs> a retro 
and a ringside exclusive elite Brock Lesnar. So I got, I, I have to send those, you know, those got sent out, but you know, I got a, that's over $400 right there. Right. You know, I've got a couple of Bret Hart figures that are going to get signed. And honestly, I cannot wait to do the unboxing for all this. Cause I'm going to forget when they come back and be like, Oh, what is this? <laughs> you know, uh, what else, Justin, what else do we have coming up where we're getting figures signed? Uh, so we have Brett this, this upcoming weekend and then let me pull up the events because I feel like I'm missing something. I feel like there, there's something I was. So Brett, obviously, and then Wardlow, which I don't, are you getting anything for Wardlow or is that just me? I mean, if they have something at, at there, like where the figures there, I'll do it. Right. And just probably tell you to like, hey, here's money. Pick this up for me. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Wardlow and then more than likely I'm going to the big event. Uh, which the it, big event is stacked. Right. Which is, which is the reason why I'm more than likely going. <laughs> so yeah. other than that, that's all we have at the moment. But uh, there is a private with The Undertaker with Fitterman. Items are due December. So I'll more than likely be sending more in for him because anytime the undertaker does a signing, I send stuff in. I've got like over 12 items, figures. That's it. All figures signed by him. Right. Hasbro's elites retro. I don't think I have a classic signed by the undertaker. Well, there you go. Which I'll, I, I kind of need one though, because like I have a Paul bearer signed classic. Certified and it's certified, so I need to I need to get an Undertaker to put next to that. Now that I yeah. think about it, um, yeah, no, I the the All Stars was a great it's a it's a great two pack and, and and it's a great way to start off two packs. But unfortunately, I I don't think the line did that well selling wise, and it was only the one time deal for the for the figures. But Justin. What was the next two-pack elite that came out after the All-Stars? Yeah, so... I know what it is, but... uh, So it's actually the Nation of Domination, and I didn't even know this. It was a Kmart exclusive, so you can only get this at Kmart. But uh, it was Farouk and The Rock. So Farouk is in the Nation of Domination uh, a gear, and then Rock is more... You know, Rocky Maivia just transitioning to the rock, and he has the intercontinental title with him. Now I know what you're thinking, Lee, and I know you're caught off guard because I, I see you eyeing it. So this Hardy's two pack, yeah, this Hardy's two pack actually came out in 2017. Yes. The Hardy's returned. But for some reason they put it in like the original traditional elite style, you know, box. Yes, that really did confuse me right there because, like, I'm looking at this and I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> and I mean, that was uh, either WB Shop or FYE exclusive because I remember it was always at FYE. This is a WWE Shop exclusive. And Lee's coming to the camera. And there are those signatures too, you fucking asshole. Yep, there it is. 
So I actually find that really interesting that they would go back into like a retro style packaging. I didn't know that. I thought that was like the first out of them all, to be honest with you. Right. Yeah. Because I remember the first time I saw it in FYE, I was caught off guard by it. I'm like, when the hell did this box style come back? <laughs> right. So I remember the Farouk and the Rock. I remember that two pack. I did not know it was a Kmart exclusive, which clearly made it extremely hard to find since not many people, you know, at that point were shopping at Kmart because they were kind of on on, on the low, like going right. down. This was like the dying days of Kmart. This was like uh, late 2016, early 2017, I want to say. Yeah. Well, it was the 2016 packaging, I remember. Right. So interesting two pack to be honest with you um you know the you know farouk was a leader of the nation at one point the rock was a lead leader of the nation at one point i mean i, I i've I mean, seen it but I've, i never saw it in stores because i you know don't have a kmart it is the only farouk nation of domination elite that's out there so you know there's a reason to you know, kind of want to be on the hunt for it. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and especially his new legends is um, the Ministry actual- of Darkness. Right. <laughs> with, with the painting on the chest and the APA, like, tag team. Uh, wow, what other elites does he have? He has one coming up in Elite 98 of... Uh, Farouk Assad when he first showed up in the WBA in the blue helmet and shit right yeah I'm definitely buying that because that's fucking hilarious it is I you know I've interviewed Ron and I've always wanted to ask him about that and I never did I I can't assume it was anything he was happy about going from uh, WCW world champion to that yeah and thankfully for him that gimmick did not last very long no Oh, you know what? His other one, he's got the 2015 Elite with the APA, with the T-shirt, with the sleeves and no sleeves, because him and Bradshaw were chases. Right, which is, I think you told me, you or John told me about that last year, and I was like, my mind was blown because I didn't even like realize it or notice it when I was looking at the figures. And then John, I looked at it and I'm like, oh, my Bradshaw has sleeves and my fruit doesn't. What the fuck? <laughs> It was John because I didn't know because he goes, Oh, because my, my Farouk had no sleeves, but my JBL had sleeves. Right. So then he goes, Oh, you know that they're the chases, right. And that they each have no sleeves and sleeves. And I, he told us in the group chat and I just sat there and I was like, mind blown. And I had to go look for the other ones at that point. You know what I mean? Right. You know, so interesting. Uh, second two pack. Yeah, and then we have, and I'm not sure if this was like a ringside exclusive, because it doesn't specify it here, but it's the AJ Styles and Finn Balor two-pack. It's, you know, the 2020 style packaging, and you have Finn and AJ, you know, they're posing, doing the two-sweet. That was, was in 2020? I want to say it was like late 2019. Early oh, because I got you beat. Oh, you know what? I keep fucking forgetting about these Hall of Fame ones. Yes, we actually had two Hall of Fame packs. 
And this is Afa and Sika class of 2007. I'm going to come up and show this off real quick. Yep. Mainly because it's autographed and I'm being a dick. Yeah, like he loves to do. And these were Target exclusive, like the actual Hall of Fame elites. And then you can see on the back, Papa Shango and the Ultimate Warrior were the other two pack in right. this uh, Hall of Fame series. And what's interesting enough about the Hall of Fame series itself, Justin, you might not even know this, but you know that WWE Elite uh, Cactus Jack in 2016 we got i do it was supposed to be in the hall of fame set and then they pulled and, it and there's actually some out there in the hall of fame box right uh one on ebay sold for 500 dollars, and it was signed and there was a facebook group i don't remember which one though someone was trying to sell theirs unsigned for 900 and i don't know if it sold or not to be honest with you yeah. Uh, as a figure collector, that is something rare and I want, obviously, because I have the regular Elite, so I want that other one. But the Hall of Fame Elite series is something that I, I, I like, I've enjoyed. I have a lot of them, and I have a lot of them signed. So I would love to get that Cactus Jack, but Justin, after Afa, Sika, Shango, and Warrior... And uh, the AJ and Finn Balor, which was 2019. Yeah, because it was based off the uh, the Hell in a Cell, or not Hell in a Cell, uh, TLC 2018 match that they had. Where uh, fucking Bray and Bo got pulled from their matches and shit. Yes, yes, yes. And fucking Roman got pulled too, and they had Kurt Angle in the shield for that night. Yes. Oh, yep. God. So, you know, there's there's obviously some gaps here with two packs coming out. Obviously, our first ones were 2011, and then we don't see any two packs again until 2016, which was as you, Farouk Rock, Afa, Sika, Shango, Warrior. Uh, and then 2019, 2020 with Finn Balor and AJ. So so there's gaps. We're getting years between these things. Yeah, it's a very on and off relationship with uh, Mattel and the Elite Two Packs. And, and what do you think you're, they're reasoning, at least, or like what you think they're doing, like why we're not getting the Two Packs like we are? I Because we are going to get them in retros. We know this. Right. I think it's a matter of cost, to be honest with you. I do, too, because if you think about it now, a single elite, depending if your target Walmart is ranging anywhere from, what, 1997 to, like, $24? Right. And if you're going to ringside news, they're depending on who it is, if it's new, and if you're going to get a case, you're looking at, after shipping and everything, more over $30. 
So yeah. if you're going to do a two pack, how do you put two figures and price it right when you're getting 21 bucks for one figure alone? You can't charge a fan $40 for a two pack. We, we all know this. I don't even think you could, you know, realistically get away with much more than what a single figure cost if you, if you look at it. But they do have more money in it. One, there's more plastic, which is probably the biggest reason why I don't think we'll see many more two packs, right. especially with Mattel cutting down on that. Uh, the other thing is, I don't know how much a single figure cost for packaging compared to two because now there's different things that they have to factor in not just the packaging but like the plastic that holds the figures in place inside the package uh the artwork this that every other thing there, there, there's a lot more to it than we think so you're probably right it's probably just the cost that they're just like nah we, yeah we lose money. probably yeah. lose money doing two packs these go to retail like some of these do like the Kmart exclusive and your target exclusives, you know, it's very hard to see, you know, little fucking Tommy running down the aisle saying, mom, give me this two pack. And mom looks at it and it's like 45, 50 bucks. And she's like, yeah, well, let's get a fucking shitty basic instead. You know, it's, yeah, it's hard to really sell it to the casual, you know, toy collector opposed to me and you who are like hardcore into this. Yeah, and a lot of it, you know, these, these figures weren't even made or geared towards collectors. If you really think about it, some of these are not hall of fame packs. I would say, yeah, because no kid knows who the hell Afa and Sika is. Let's be honest. Right. They would also know Afa and Sika because of what, maybe their recent appearance, uh, laying the tribal chief Roman right. reigns after, after winning, uh, on a pay-per-view, I'm sorry, premium live event. I have to get used to that still. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would say like certain things are geared towards collectors. The chase figure, uh, like that Hardy two pack that I showed off from 2017. It's a collector's edition box. It says it. But, you know, to the casual fan. If I was buying figures for for like my kid, I'm not buying them elites. No, like I know how expensive those are. First right. off, like those extra hands. Like my my kid's gonna be what five, six, seven, eight years old playing with these things. Now he's gonna lose them hands right away. Like unless I put them in a plastic baggie and I label it AJ Styles Elite Number Whatever Extra Hands. Like no, I'm not doing that. Right. You know. So yeah, you can get the basic. I don't care if his body doesn't bend to get power bombed. Like that, you figure it out. You're you're playing with them, not me. I had WWF Hasbro. Do you think I could even get the figures to do a body slam correctly? After fucking body parts didn't move, and I'm not even going to get into the big rubber dildos of the LJNs or the WCW Galoobs. Oh my god, we got we got to talk about the fucking vibrators that WCW came out. Oh with. my god, I'm buying one of those and I'm using them on my on my girlfriend. I'm like, yo, <laughs> like what? I'm like, yeah, I'm shoving Sting inside you. <laughs> Imagine oh, that, yeah. like. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, that just took a weird turn. It did take a weird turn. Maybe let's get back. Let's get back to regular toys, and not for the. He's going to go on eBay after this. He's going to get the giant vibrator. Let's. No, because then I'm totally inadequate. (laughs) And they call you the big show. (laughs) 
Thank you, GTV. Holy shit. Oh, God. I, I love that. That was one of my favorite moments, honestly, when I... Oh. I know I'm going down a rabbit hole, and I apologize, but that was funny. So, yeah, these, these two packs are... I wish there was more of them. I wish they would do, like, realistically, because, like, there's nothing worse than having to buy tag team figures in their singles. And then it's just like, oh, well, I can put them next to each other. But if you're somebody and they're not in the same series and you're someone who puts your figures based on the series that they're in, you can't put Gallows and Anderson next to each other. They're not in the same series, I don't believe. Or if, you know, they're... Or like Jimmy and Jey Uso. They're not always in the same series. Right. Like, here's... Man, here's Billy Gunn, Road Dog, not in the same series. Right. So you have... Like, they did this with the Legends line recently where each set had at least one person from DX to make up that DX army from when they invaded WCW Nitro. Yeah. You know, that's spread across four different sets. You can try to put them together as best as you can, but it's not going to work at some point. Yeah. So you know what I do like? So you know the Hardy's box, the big one back here? Yeah. Over there. Um. I like the battle packs, but those are basics. Right. You know, like I have the sting undertaker battle pack signed by both sting and undertaker. And a lot of people had, were like, Oh my God, that's great. You know, ask me how much I'd sell it for. It's a piece I'd never sell. We never got sting versus the undertaker anyway. So when, you know, when all that happened, at the time, to be honest, I didn't even realize it was a basic. I didn't realize they were basic figures. I did not pay attention to it. Yeah. I just like, yo, the packaging is dope. That I'll take that. I didn't notice until someone wrote on Facebook, why would you have them sign basics? And I looked and I go, oh, shit. <laughs> but then I looked at the packaging and everything. Like, the Battle Pack packaging is actually pretty freaking cool. Like, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, that Battle Pack had... Uh, came with a ladder and it had like an audience, like a crowd background to it. I thought that was cool. That's right. Um, Cause we had those, uh, we had those hall of champions, two packs too, from target. Yes. And I can't wait to talk about those too. Yeah. But Justin, what was the next WWE two pack elite to come out? So following that we had, or following AJ and Finn, cause that's where we left off. Then it was, Actually, the one you have in front, which was Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy, the Hardy Boys. But then we go into uh, this one, which I actually have right here. It was the Rey Mysterio Samoa Joe two-pack uh, based off of WrestleMania 35 and their 45-second match that they had to make <laughs> a two-pack of. Really, I only got this because I was, you know, I was there for WrestleMania 35. It was in MetLife Stadium. So, but like the Mysterio is cool. It's based off of, uh, you know, the superhero Mysterio or the supervillain. And, you know, the Joe is literally, you can only make so many Samoa Joes before they just start to look exactly the same. It's either yellow shorts, green shorts, red shorts, blue shorts, green shorts. All the fucking fish in the sea with Samoa Joe in his shorts. I only know the green because his retro is in green. Right. And mine signed. Yeah, even his micro brawler that's uh looks like it's starting to ship. It's either standard is the red shorts like it is right here, or it's the green shorts that's a chase. 
Yeah. You know, it's Samoa Joe. Like, you know, he only wears so many different things. Right. Can't wait for his uh, AEW figure to come out. Yeah, I wonder what color shorts that's going to have. Yeah, right. I bet it looks <laughs> very similar to this right here. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a cool two-pack, but, like, it, it's kind of wasted on the fact it was a 45-second match. Right. And, you know, it wasn't planned to be that way, whether it's... Because I know Ray got hurt that week, and there were already fucking time constraints because the show went on off the air after fucking midnight. Uh, you know, we're getting to our fucking car at 1 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it sucks. It's literally, it's Samoa Joe's only WrestleMania match, too. And, you it's know, have a WrestleMania moment. Cool, he has a two pack of it to kind of commemorate it, but. <laughs> yeah, his 45 second match. He, he retained the U.S. title, so I guess that's a, that's another thing. They didn't even put the U.S. title with this. It's just Ray and Joe. Come on, WWE, Mattel, what were you thinking? <laughs> How many fucking U.S. titles you have just sitting in a factory somewhere, Mattel? Throw one in there. Yeah, for real. So, Justin, what was the next two-pack? So, next one was, was a good one, and this is when I really kind of started getting into the two-packs. Uh, ringside, or no... Actually, I don't even think this was a ringside exclusive. I think it just... Here's the thing with the two-packs, too, which I want to bring up. You would think all these fucking two-packs are ringside exclusives. Because that it seems like that's where they only show up. You never see them in stores. You never fucking see them on any other sites, if it, unless it's a third-party site. Like, it's only on ringside. So it's hard to really determine if it's a ringside exclusive or not, because it doesn't have the branding on it. But it's like, what the fuck? That's the only place you can find it. Right. But from there, we go to uh, first time in the line for one of the figures. And it was the D-Generation X, China and Triple H. And this one, they actually did include the titles that they put on China's shoulders with the European and the Winged Eagle. And it was funny when this first was announced, because I don't know if you remember, Lee, like the... uh, the studio shots, the prototype shots they did before we saw the mid on card packaging. Like they had China with the European title and the WB spinner belt that John Cena had. And I'm like, what the fuck? It must have just been like for like prototype purposes or whatever. Yeah, it had to have been something they're like, okay, we got to rush this out quick. And it's like, but it was just weird looking at it. It honestly kind of fucking scared me at first because this came out like, a few months after the pandemic had started. So who knows with like materials and everything and how scarce they were at the time. So it wouldn't have shocked me if by some kind of fucking accident, a spinner bell ended up in here. Right. But like the other thing too is I don't really know if these were like a ringside exclusive because the only store I've seen that figure in was heroes hideout. Right. You know, that was it, though. I never saw it in another store. It's a cool two-pack. It's a great box. I remember when it came out, uh, we were all talking about it, and I'm pretty sure I was the only one that said I'm not buying it. But I only collect to get signed, so, I mean, for me, that makes sense. Why I wouldn't? Right. I'll probably never meet Triple H, even though I do have a Beckett autographed Elite. Beckett, because that's who certified it. And, I mean, China's gone, so... Yeah, that's another and thing. If I, I can't get both, I don't want one, just one. You know what I mean? You're right. It's the same thing with the Shango and Warrior two pack. Like, 
it's cool. I love the way the warrior looks. The the Shango is just a re-release from his first elite. Yeah. But it's like, I'll never get a warrior signature on that. I don't want to just have Shango there alone. Yeah. It sucks, but there's not much you yeah. can do, about it, unfortunately. Uh, but after that, they really started kind of going full force with these. And we had one that doesn't make a lot of sense when you really like break everything down inside of it. But I'm glad to talk about it because uh, it's a man and his best friend. It's the WCW Bret Hart and Goldberg uh, two pack. Now, Goldberg look Goldberg looks fine. Goldberg looks great. I. It's yeah. Go ahead, Lee. I I, I see you're waiting to say something. <laughs> Fans, if you want to see what the next super rare Bret Hart mattel figure that's coming out go to our twitter page at perched top rope as i tweeted out the photo of the next bret hart just throwing that out there oh yeah it may be his best face scan to date to be honest with you (laughs) it really is and i have a feeling that's where you're going with this figure okay so this continues the fucking trend of the terrible fucking bret hart face scans i'm gonna try to show you from from this camera his head is to the side, but the why does he have a fucking off. why does he have an emo part in his hair? Like, why does he look like he just came back from a fucking Fallout Boys concert in 2007? Yeah, the hair is all in the face. Like, why does he look like his mom tried to tell him to do his homework or he can't have any fucking cookies or invite his friends over after school? Oh man, it's why does it's... Bright Hart look like he should paint his nails black? <laughs> It's not good, man. Holy shit. Oh, uh, but that that that's not even like the, one of the biggest problems with this Bret Hart figure. If you look at the tights, I've never seen Bret Hart where you know his gear this color. It's not pink, it's more of like a salmon color. And I've never I can never remember Bret Hart wearing anything like that. It looks more like, oh hey, we fucked up on the paint, but we made so much of it. Well, we gotta use it. Right. Like if somebody can find me a photo of Bret Hart wearing salmon color tights, like be my guest because I want to know if this is accurate or not. It looks like they said, hey, we need to make this look different than all the other Bretts since his face looks just as shitty. But he never wore anything like that. It's just. I mean. It... Listen, <laughs> it's Bret Hart. We've never gotten a good face scanned Bret Hart. Even the hair. Say. The hair looks crappy. I got to stop looking at this face because it's giving me fucking nightmares right now. I want like if you didn't pay the amount of money that you paid for that and I was at your house, I would literally throw that right now. Right. Just because of Brett. I would protect Goldberg at least. Yeah, there's the back. I mean, Brett back is better on the back. (laughs) Yeah, like Mattel, take that photo and then make the figure like, is it that hard? Right. And like if you look at Brett now, there's no way you're gonna get a good fucking scan image. He's old. Yeah. Uh, one thing to note: I believe this is the first uh, Mattel figure to have the WCW United States title. Yes, uh, and I titles. I love that it comes with the the chest plate from the infamous Monday Nitro moment. Right. And uh, that T-shirt looks pretty familiar too. Right, so obviously they can't include the Toronto Maple Leafs jersey that Brett was wearing. 
Yeah. They put a WCW Monday Nitro t-shirt in there. Yeah. Kind of like the kind of like how on the AJ Styles Legends figure we'll see a WCW t-shirt. Right. And I'm excited for that because that's fucking awesome. That is a dope, dope elite. And I cannot wait for that to come out, that Legends. Right. With this, it's like I know you can't put the Toronto Maple Leafs jersey in because of copyright and trademark and everything like that. You can't they give me just put a generic jersey in, though. Right. You can't give me a shirt with like a, a blue leaf on it and just call it that. Or better yet, put it in backwards. Right. It, you know, it's just, I don't, even with that feud with Brett and Goldberg when that took place, it was for the world title. It wasn't even for the U.S. title. <laughs> I know. I, I will say this though: the background to the box itself inside is really cool. You know, it kind of looks like we're getting um, the uh, oh, what the hell are the, the pyro coming up? Right. It's like it's, you know, it's where it's like you know the pyro for WCW Nitro. Yeah. And you got the top, the WB logo, the flames. I mean, overall, the box is really cool and. You know, I'm sure Goldberg looks fine, but I mean, Brett. Yeah, it is. It is not Mattel's best work with this Brett Hart. No, but it's, it's cool. I still like I still like the box and everything. Yeah, the, the packaging and the artwork and everything is great. It's the fucking figures inside that ruin it. You know? Yeah, they do. But let's bring things up a bit, because after that, we had. One I really enjoyed just because of how many options you could kind of make out with it. It's the WrestleMania 2, Mr. T and Roddy Piper based off of the boxing match. So look at you look at this. You have, you know, Piper and Mr. T, they're in their shorts. Roddy has the plaid shorts. It has their robes off to the side. And it also comes with interchangeable hands so you can take these boxing gloves off and literally just switch them out for their hands i remember when this two-pack came out this is a really cool two-pack in such a great like wrestlemania moment i guess especially with mr t you know the 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 box and the artwork kind of you know, just like any other bot, you know, I, I think the Brett Goldberg box is better with the artwork design on the sides and stuff like that. But the the general layout, it's a great, you know, still two great figures. And it was a great WrestleMania moment. Yeah, I think they did a good job with kind of the old school kind of look on this, because if you look yeah. like grainy and, you know, has the neon red, like the WrestleMania two logo. Yeah. Uh, parts of the packaging. So I, I really like this one. I think it's pretty cool. And then you have literally the tail of the tape on the back. Yeah. And the figures themselves look great too. Yeah. Like Mattel, ever since they got the license to make Mr. T figures, they are just throwing them out as much as they possibly can. I, I don't know if it's like for two years or something like that, but you can tell like they're trying to get the most out of that Mr. T license. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, well, they still, ha- oh, well, WWE still has part of that. Yeah, we're going to make as many as we can. Right. We're going to give them a retro. We're going to give them an elite. We're going to give them an ultimate. We're going to give them a superstars figure. We'll give them a Masters of the Universe. Fuck it. <laughs> give it to them all. 
overall great figures great figures yeah and everyone after watching this please do take mr t's advice go tell your your mother that you love her but yeah. uh after that we have uh one of the last ones that we have come out this is a cool one uh for a lot of different reasons i think and a lot of these two packs kind of follow the same pattern i've noticed like there's one figure where it's like oh you know if we have one of this guy it's like we have a hundred of them you know you can only do so much of them but when you really look at kind of another option and i'll get into it if you're having these figures loose that is but but you have the smackdown two pack with triple h and jeff hardy comes with the intercontinental title now quick little thing i've noticed that people have done which is cool with this jersey because jeff never wore the jersey so this came out fairly recent or no it came out about a year after uh you know, Matt Hardy had left the company and went to AEW. So what I've seen people do so they could get the Attitude Era style Hardy boys around this time in 2001 is take actually the body from uh, that ringside exclusive elite two pack you have there, Lee, with the Hardys. And then take the head from the ringside exclusive ECW champion Matt Hardy and then put the jersey on. And it's literally you have 2001 Matt Hardy. No kidding. Yeah. Like people have some fucking crazy ass minds because I wouldn't even think of something like that. But there's Jeff. He has the uh, kind of the mesh shirt with the red. I want to say it's like tape or duct tape on it. And then, Mm -hmm. like I said, Triple H, you have one of them. You have a million of them. Yeah. Black, black trunks, you know, nothing much different here. And then I like in the background, it literally has the Smackdown Ovaltron. Yeah, I remember when those two faced, but for me, it was more memorable when Undertaker took on Jeff Hardy. Right. I mean, this was a big moment. It was Jeff's first, you know, singles title, singles win, or singles. Yeah. And you're you're good in my eyes if you beat Triple H, so. Right. Unfortunately, he lost the title the following Monday on Raw, but, you know, we, we won't talk about that for this, but... No. Yeah. Another Big time. For Jeff. And, uh, you know, another one to add to the Jeff Hardy Elite Collection, because we don't have enough of them. He, uh... I believe... I have to recalculate... But with chases, I believe Jeff Hardy still has the most. Yeah. It's Jeff Hardy or Rey Mysterio that has the most elites. I just can't remember which. If fucking Ray gets like one more, it's probably Ray, to be honest with you. Yeah, Ray's been getting a lot pumped out recently, if you know. And, and they're both like one and two when it comes to who has more chase figures as well. Right. I think Jeff every time they more chases, but Ray has more figures literally every time they make jeff he's he's like the chase right because it's easy it's an easy switch because all you have to do is change up the face paint yeah so this is a great two-pack the packaging is awesome you know aside from the shirt it's it's great and like you said if you have got one triple h got them all 
Yeah. But there's that. And then we get to our last one, which was the last one for a while up until, well, we'll talk about that afterwards. But I like this one too. I think it's a cool uh, little piece. It's the Rock and Sock. Yes. Uh, two pack. The First highest. The, the blue pants. You know, you got the Rock and Sock jackets and everything. It's It's awesome. Yeah, that's it was what the highest rated segment in WWF history. So uh, like it actually has it on the back. Highest rated segment in Monday Night Raw history. Rock, this is your life. I can only imagine how bad Vince was freaking out as they were going way over time. Oh yeah, they've openly said that in documentaries. And Vin- Vince to this day still like doesn't get what was so great about the segment. Like he's he's just like it went on forever. I don't get it. I don't think it would work in today's age. No, I don't think so. But back then, because it was like just so ridiculous, like we ate it up. I mean, look, you've seen so many people try to replicate that this is your life segment. Like it never fucking works, man. Like look at the Alexa Bliss and Bailey one that they did a few years ago. And that just like killed Bailey's career for a good two, three years. Yeah. And then I've, I think Mick did one with John Cena, like right before his feud with the rock or in the middle of his feud with the rock. And that one was fucking terrible too. Yeah. So, you know, you can't, you know, when the magic happens once, leave it be. Right. And this was a magical moment in WWE raw history. I don't care what anyone says. It was great. Yeah. And then the pattern of this box, like the other ones, it has like the uh, the wrapping paper that was used on the gifts in that segment, <laughs> and then the top here is uh, like one of the balloons. Yeah, that's it's great packaging and stuff. Yeah, very cool, very very cool. Uh, one thing, and I was looking in here because I remember there's like. One thing you can't even see, and I, I doubt I'm going to be able to even replicate it here. So you have the jackets, the glasses, the microphones, everything, you know, showing through the bubble. If you look at the bottom, there's a Mr. Sock I, there. I can see it. Yeah. I can just see the sock. Yeah. It's completely out of view if you look at it straight ahead. Like, you yeah. either have to open it or, like, really tilt it to the side to get a good look well, at it. Because the problem is it's, they put it right at that where the elite part of the cardboard comes up to the plastic right and there's you know, really not much space after you throw everything in you know they could have either put the so- i mean put the sock on mick if that was the case right and i i'm glad i looked at this again because i forgot about this you gotta have rocco if you have Socko. oh my god yep <laughs> <laughs> oh that's really Rocco. cool that's yeah. really, really cool. Very awesome. And even there, you have like the little uh, confetti and balloons up above. Yeah. It's just like the little stuff on the box and everything that they do that makes it so much better. Right. Yeah. But that's that's rock and sock. The only downside is like, are we ever going to meet the rock? You know, like <laughs> we're going to have to go to one of his film sets one day and just say, hey, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and hope. 
You're right. You know, I mean, the man makes seven million dollars a month. Yeah, that that's the only downside to that one, but I think it's great all around. Uh, but like I said, that was kind of the end of the elite two packs up until coming out up later this year. Actually, probably for the next month. Now that I think about it, is the Mega Powers with Macho Man and Hogan from SummerSlam of '88. Uh, yes, and they're shaking hands in that. That is that's fucking cool because it's literally one mold where their hands are together and it just the pegs pop into each other's arms. Yeah, and much like my friend here, the SummerSlam Bray Wyatt in that series. If you buy Miss Elizabeth and you're a loose collector, well, you can put that Miss Elizabeth with Macho and Hulk. Or if you're a mock collector, put put them all next to each other. Right. And I didn't even think about that until somebody like brought it up to me later on. And I'm like, whoa, you're right. Yeah, like that's pretty cool. Now, we do have a couple other two packs I'm going to show off real quick. Yeah. Uh, you know, one's a ringside collectibles and the other one's just uh, probably one of the coolest moments that happened that, you know, really shocked fans because I was shocked about it. Right. So... This is part of the Elite Collection. Ringside exclusive, the Hardy Boys. Of course it's signed. Fuck you. You come to the back, like, look at that. That's awesome. Yeah, this is one that I just, I missed out on when it was out there, and I, I do regret it, you know? Because this came out like right as the pandemic started. So everyone just kind of started buying this up. Yeah. You know, so this is a really cool. And this came out in. Oh, no, this says 2018. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. So this was one of my favorites of the Hardy Boys because it's the early Hardy Boys. But then. Now, this is also an elite because, I mean, it said it says WWE Elite on the side of the box. The Team Extreme box set. This is another one I want to get, and I, I, I'm a fucking idiot because I saw it for a very good price recently, and I, I decided against it, but, you know, that's my fault. How much was it? $120. Oh, that's cheaper than what I got mine for. Yeah. But the packaging is really cool. This was obviously their return at WrestleMania. Um, and if you remember, yeah, there we go. The WrestleMania moment. So what I, I'll talk about it real quick. What I specifically remember from that was the fact that the New Day was the host of WrestleMania that year. They come out in full gear, and I'm going, oh, shit, they're going to challenge for the titles and win. Like, I don't want to see them win the tag team titles again type deal at this very moment. Right. It was actually then, perfectly like a way to swerve the fans, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a swerve, all right, because then all of a sudden you hear, and I went nuts. 
So that Team Extreme pack was something really, really meaningful to me. And I've met Matt Hardy three or four times. I've met Jeff Hardy once. And Justin, you were there when I met, you know, because you, you were meeting them too. Right. Uh, that day I had like 12 items. Yeah. Lee but I didn't, have that, <laughs> I didn't have that Team Extreme pack. So I got to get that signed. Yep. Well, it, it's funny, Justin, because if you remember, uh, they had said only one item per person. And, yeah. and let's face it, they were doing the signing fairly cheap. It was 40 bucks. Yeah, this was like, this was literally the week Jeff showed up on AEW Dynamite for the first time, like a few days after. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> so like, I mean, they were just, they were 40 bucks. I'm going, wow. I, w- I was expecting more. So people are going around saying only one item per person, one item per person. I'm like, there is no way this guy taking my money is not going to take whatever 12 times 40 was. And he took the money straight out. He was just like, I'm not turning it down. (laughs) I wasn't happy with the people that they had handling the shit because they were just throwing the boxes. Like, right. if you remember, the one guy, like, literally took my box and, like, threw it on a table. I go, yep, that's enough of that. I'll take care of this from now on. Right. And I literally sent the each figure over myself. But then because, like, I had so many items, they were trying to rush me off the table. I was like, yo, it's just got to dry. It's not a Sharpie. It's a paint pen. Right. Like, we got we to gotta set this shit somewhere and don't stack it on top of one another. Yeah, so like I, I understood that, like, hey, you know, we got a lot of people to get through and yada yada, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I just paid a lot of money for this. Like, don't touch my shit. Right. Like my fuck, the guy who was taking the photos, he took a photo of himself in the yeah. midst, trying to take my photo with the Hardys. <laughs> yeah, and and they were like, you know, as a promoter, because Justin, I've done it. I, I've, you know, you've seen, I've brought in Ultimo Dragon, and Sonny Ono to Albany, Carrion Cross, Scarlet. Uh, the Iconics, or at that time, Inspiration, because they just won the Knockouts Tag Team Championship. That side with that stuff, like, I can understand, like, hey, we got to get through this. But for me as a collector, I'm like, yeah, no, like, I'm not rushing this. Take your time with the auto. Make sure the paint pen is primed. You know, I always had pens on the table. You know, if a, if a customer gets an autograph with the paint pen, like just because like there's a line, like you can't rush that shit. Right. You know, like how many, I can't tell you how many times where, all right. So like a prime example with the inspiration at the big event, a fan had gotten both their WWE elite signed. Literally a minute later comes back because he, immediately put it in a case and didn't even let it dry can i get these redone and you could just see it all over the place and you're like did you not let them dry no i i put them in the case there's so many people around and and in all retrospect like we were put next to rick flair and our lines kept like intermingling and like intertwining with each other and it was like super super hard to deal with right you know because like it's so tight at the big event, like it's a tight squeeze getting through, you know, by people and uh, people bumped into them and this and that. And it's just like, all right, you know, wipe it all off, get them redone. 
and I get that like those things happen, but like if you're a promoter and I'm getting something signed at your table and like you're rushing me like that and the auto comes out bad, I'm going to ask for another auto. And if you tell me no, that, you know, I can pay for another one. I'm going to go to the person running the event, which Justin, you know, I've done this. I'm going to go to the person running the, running the whole event and being like, I just got this auto and he will not let me get the auto redone because of how it came out. Yeah. You know, Scott Wilder. <laughs> and thankfully I've never had like an issue. The only time I've really had an issue with the pain pens was, uh, Actually, two times. So I one was with Darby Allen, where literally, I don't know what the fuck he did, but it literally just decided to start bleeding the second he put it on the fucking figure, the bubble. And yeah. another time was Jake. Like I brought four figures to get done, and literally the last one I gave him an orange paint pen, and the fucking paint pen exploded, and I'm like, ah, shit. But you know, it wasn't an issue. Thankfully, I I got him redone immediately after that. So, yeah. So, I mean, it happens, but like, you know, respect goes both ways in that manner. It's like, there's no reason why you can't just let someone do it and you got to try and charge them again. Like, you know, people bumped into them. It's whatever. Like, yeah, just go up and get it redone. It's not a big deal. Especially if it's like me and you, Lee, that's like, you know, bringing shit in bulk, getting signed. And it's like, yeah, and paying the most there, not to try and like sound entitled or anything, but you know, it's like no, but like the the one thing is though, like I don't sit there and ask for a bulk discount. Now I went with the I went for the Hardy Boys. I had twelve items. I didn't say, hey, can I get a bulk discount? No, I paid the full shot. Whatever, it was forty bucks. I actually thought that was a really good deal for two, for for both Matt and Jeff. Right, and then uh, what was it? Oh, there was something to that else I don't remember now. Anyway, um, no, like you just gotta, you know, just do what you gotta, you know, get your stuff done. Like Bray, I had a bunch of items. I didn't, you know, I wasn't gonna fight on what the price was. You know, Bray was fresh off WWE. He was at the event, and I kind of need more items signed because he is one person that I will have all of his elite signed. Straight up. I get the last two done because there's only two more that I don't have. If I can get those done, I'll have literally every elite signed. But Justin, we're at my favorite part of the day with this show. Oh, yeah? Tell me what your favorite part of the day is, Lee. It's just the figure of the week. I really got to get a voiceover for that so I can stop doing that. (laughs) So Justin figure of the week is not one figure. I I mean, I don't even have them all up here, but it's five for all intents purposes. Uh, You should have tried to find another one. It could have been the Wyatt six. I'll be right back. (laughs) I I was going to say that that's a, that's a missed opportunity right there. Oh man, he's uh he's hunting now. He's he's searching for that one Bray Wyatt figure.
He'll find it. I know he will. So, you guys, uh, you guys see any good movies lately? I saw Halloween Ends the other day. That one sucked. Yep. Man, I, I thought he would have been back by now. <laughs> this is terrible. This is terrible trying to kill time. Well, it could have been the Wyatt Five, but we want to make it that full number six, you know? Oh, wait, I hear him. Oh, there I he have is. It. Oh, he has it. Perfect. <laughs> I'm going to do this so you guys can hear me better. Okay. So, part of the Wyatt Six. The retro. My signed retro. Uh, these are all JSA'd. As Justin and I met Bray Wyatt in Albany, New York. So, that's number one. Number two, the SummerSlam Bray Wyatt. That looks really good in the blue. I have it in blue and red. There you go. Actually, I am missing one. Now, Bray didn't have one SummerSlam figure. Bray had two. Here's the other one. And this was the, the first Fiend figure, the one that yes. started it all. <laughs> this is it. Very cool. I'm going to put some things up because I'm out of room over here. <laughs> um, you all see how, how this addiction is. This is insane. <laughs> Yes, it's very addicting. <laughs> oh, man. And just because I knew I was missing one, the Burnt Fiend. Oh, you know, I didn't even know you had this. I was going to bring it up. I completely forgot about it, and I was like, wait, I'm missing one. Oh, shit. I'm not a fan of the figure itself. What don't what real wait really? What don't you like about it? Are you being serious? Yeah, like I, I actually I think I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean it just because of like I think what it was for the gimmick itself. Okay. So we're not getting the Y at six, we're getting the Y at seven. I'm sorry. Uh, we're one upping it. <laughs> the top picks. The top picks is cool. I like this one better than the SummerSlam one. I know it's the same figure, but I just, I like the way it's packaged with him holding the lantern. Yeah, where the other one, uh, it, it's on the side and he's got his hands up to show off the gloves. Right. So then we come to actually Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt. 
I like this one. This is a cool one. Even though his fucking back is like, if you look at the mold, like his back is where his torso should be. Kind of like he was put in backwards. Right. <laughs> I'm still missing one. Oh, man. Lee is just, he is full of Bray Wyatt's today. I know one of our friends is going to be a big fan of this episode. Now, as I said, I do have like every Bray Wyatt. Nice. Are you um are you just missing his first one with the orange Hawaiian shirt? Uh what box was that? It was the uh the tall 2014 one, I want to say. As in the last two I need signed? Yep, those ones. <laughs> yep, these are the last two I need. I forgot about that WrestleMania 30 Elite, actually. Now, I have this one in blue and red also, but the Firefly Funhouse. Still nice. sealed. Because actually on the Y, he literally signed on he literally signed on the tape to the figure itself so the tape is signed oh wow so i literally can't crack it right but that ladies and gentlemen that is all my wwe signed bray wyatt figures it's crazy Lee producing to you the the Wyatt seven eight nine ten whatever we're at. As I said, I have every elite of Bray Wyatt, and the only two I have left to get signed were his 2013-2014 box series style. Um, and, and this is because I have a sickness. I would say, if you have one elite, I have to have all. And that sickness is contagious because, hi, everyone. Uh, there are certain people I can't do it for. I was doing it with AJ in the beginning when he started doing elites. Um, I have multiple Rey Mysterio. I have multiple Edge. Uh, however, I've gotten to the point in my collection where I've said, look, if I get whatever f- amount of figures I have now, that's it. I'm not buying any more of edge or this person or that person. I mean, Bray Wyatt, I will when, when his new one comes out, let's be honest. Right. But like edge, uh, I'll get a new Braun Strowman to get signed, but that'll be it after this because I have all his old ones. Yeah. Uh, it's just like Bret Hart. I stopped getting Bret Hart stuff. Except because except for the retro, but uh, you know otherwise, like I'm not getting any. I'm not getting the new Brett '94 with the chase. I'm not getting that. I'm not going to get that signed. Um, after you get the retro and the ringside collectibles, I'm not. I'm not getting anything for Bret Hart anymore. That's it. 
Uh, I'll get one of Bray in his new figure. I'll get one of Braun as a new figure for the new series, and then that would be it. Uh, unless I already have the figures, like I have Edge Series 1 I need to get signed. I have Undertaker Series 1 I need to get signed. Uh, at some point, we are meeting the Hardys again. So I need to get Series 3 Elite, Series 6 Elite of Matt Hardy. Jeff, I'm not going to that extent. What I have is what I have, and that's it. I can't find his series one because I'm not paying nine grand for the damn thing. So uh, it is what it is. But as a figure collector, uh, these Bray Wyatts, I was a huge fan of Bray Wyatt. I was a huge fan. I was a huge fan when they, you know, with the Fiend and, and everything that they did with the character I thought was great up until, you know, as we've seen what had happened, what had happened before his departure. That's partially why I'm not a big fan of that 92 uh, burnt Bray Wyatt, because I look at it and it just kind of reminds me, this is basically kind of how I remember him as before getting released. Right. The, you know, yeah. like... the. But at the same time, I had the figure. I wanted it signed. It was in the series. I just couldn't find those other two at the time. So it is what it is. But Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt 10 are the figure of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Perched on the Top Shelf. We thank you for joining us and tuning in to hear us talk about the WWE Elite two-packs. Now, we jumped around by the years, but we learned a lot, I feel like. I didn't realize that there were various uh, year gaps. I also didn't realize that there were ones that were Kmart exclusive or a Target exclusive, and even seemingly a ringside collectibles exclusive but not a ringside collectibles exclusive it's just we never saw it in uh, a retail store right so i learned i learned quite a bit justin i know you learned quite a bit you know we there there's certain things that we'd forgotten uh that had existed and it was really shocking to find out that it was the wwe xbox 360 and PlayStation series WWE All-Stars that started off the two-pack elites. That was really cool to find out. Yeah. I so, know. yeah. Really, really interesting to find out. So, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow us anywhere and everywhere podcasts are found. We are under the Perched on the Top Rope umbrella. So, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay, Red Circle, it is all perched on the top rope but we are perched on the top shelf you can also find us on facebook where we have been posting more about figure and figure related stuff at facebook.com slash perched on the top rope you can find us on twitter at perched top rope again as i plugged you can get an exclusive look at the newest bret hart elite and his face scan as i posted the photo you can find us on instagram at perched on the top rope podcast you can find us on tiktok it's perched on the top rope. You can find us on Twitch, where our boy every Sunday plays video games. So make sure you check that out. 
It is twitch.tv slash perched on the top rope. Usually airs Sundays at 9 p.m. You can also check us out every Friday on Perched on the Top Rope, where Justin, Alex, and I discuss all the big news in professional wrestling. You can find Justin in Justin We Trust, the vlogger, as the Perched correspondent goes to literally every wrestling show known to man, at least in a tri-state area. This includes WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, and soon as he collects the last gem, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Filling up Justin Largito, the Thanos of wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. Ladies and gentlemen, you can also find us at YouTube. It is youtube.com slash perch on the top rope where all our interviews and these video shows go. So if you're listening to podcast and you want to watch this stuff, it is youtube.com slash perched on the top rope. Now, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to figures, I want you to remember one thing. If it's not in the case, you don't have a chase. We're out. We're out.